Hey guys, welcome back to this episode. It's been pretty long, but this one is a pretty chilling and captivating episode. It is the story of Elizabeth Fritzel. I believe I'm saying it right. And how she was captive for 24 years. Yeah, two decades. So basically in April 2018 the world was like super duper shook to hear the story of this young woman who had been held as a prisoner and for two decades in her father's basement when he reportedly reportedly raped her more than three thousand times over the course of her 24-year imprisonment elizabeth fritzel gave birth to seven children by her own father so, could you imagine what kind of a lifestyle you would be living in the basement? Dark, cold, constantly raped, knowing your family's only a few feet upstairs. So, let's start. It's a 1956 in the small town of Amsterdam, Austria, when 21-year-old Joseph Fritzl married his 17-year-old bride, Rosemary. Growing up an only child without a father, Joseph was raised by the fist of his hard-working mother. Well into his adulthood, Joseph and Rosemary went on you know, a pretty normal life, having two sons and five daughters. Um, it's reported that whenever Joseph you know, walked into a room or he was near his kids, he feared him and they would just remain silent. And they knew that he was a very strict disciplinarian, especially for misbehaving. And especially one of his daughters, Elizabeth, was singled out in particular. So Elizabeth was born in 1966, a year before her father was sentenced to 18 months in prison for breaking into a woman's home and raping her. He served 12 months of the sentence and the incident was... Um, expunged from his record after 15 years apparently to Austrian law but that didn't stop him from preying on 11 year old Elizabeth in 1977 when he reportedly raped her for the first time Joseph would continue to inflict sexual abuse on his daughter for way many more years to come after finishing her primary education is like what elementary school elizabeth enrolled in a waitressing program with false hope of escaping her life at home in amsterdam so elizabeth one time she tried to run away from home on two occasions but she was brought over back by authorities each time brought back to her parents after completing her waitressing program then 18-year-old Elizabeth had a job about 40 minutes away from the city of Linz, but this was when her father decided to trap her for good. On August 29, 1984, Joseph asked Elizabeth to carry a door downstairs to the basement, but she didn't really notice that that piece was basically... The last piece of her own entrapment, which will be the last time she will ever see outside in the next two decades. So after Joseph knocked Elizabeth out with like this soaked towel with this weird liquid 
and threw her into the underground chamber. Joseph's wife, Rosemary, she assumed her daughter had gone missing and did what every other normal parent would do and report it to authorities and report a missing persons report. A month after the report was filed, Joseph turned in to the police a letter that had secretly um, was force written by Elizabeth. The letter informing her parents that she had run away with a friend and that they shouldn't be looking for her. So using Elizabeth's previous runaway attempts as evidence that she was a troubled teen. So Joseph weirdly convinced his wife and the authorities she had run away with a religious cult. I mean, how crazy does it have to be for him to convince police and his wife like oh yeah you know what like she's probably doing this she's probably doing that like I would go crazy looking for them every day constantly asking this asking that find them then going around town going around the entire country I'd go crazy and they were like you know what maybe you're right maybe they're in a religious cult no like what the fuck's wrong with you so um elizabeth but so basically they they closed the case and it is just truly truly insidious like how they were just like you know what joseph you know you might be some rapey kind of guy you know probably sticking your dick and um here and there you know busting into bitches houses and pussies but you know what i'm gonna believe you this time that she was in a religious cult yeah good job police so at first joseph chained elizabeth to a pole and would come down to her chamber every few days to bring her food and then rape her eventually she was given she was giving a longer leash so she could use the bathroom joseph would spend a crazy amount of time underground and under the uh working on blueprints or machines that he hoped to sell he forced his wife rosemary never to go down there and bother him to which she was okay with that i mean i get it i would be kind of scared of him too but like it's your house too like why wouldn't you go downstairs it's like it's kind of suspicious but whatever so obviously days turned to weeks and that turned to months turning into years joseph threatened to cast the basement if elizabeth was attempting on running away elizabeth quickly lost count of how many times her father you know got his way around with her so obviously he wasn't wearing any protection after every session of rape she would conceive so after a miscarriage in 1986 elizabeth gave birth to 1989 to her first kid Kirsten. The birth of Kirsten was followed by Stefan in 1990 and then Lisa in 1992. After the birth of Lisa, Joseph realized that the one-bedroom basement was getting a little too crowded. So he came up with a plan. Buy condoms. No, I'm kidding. When Lisa was just nine months old, when he placed her in a cardboard box and left her on the Fritz's doorstep with a note from Elizabeth that asked her parents to take care of the baby. Fritzel made it so that it seemed like Elizabeth briefly returned to give her parents a child that she couldn't care for. I mean, again, how do you just convince somebody like, hey, like, it's Elizabeth's baby. We should just take care of it because, yeah, this letter is way legit. Like, what the fuck? So after three incest incest. I could never say that word, incest kids. Joseph continued to rape her, and obviously she 
gave birth to four more kids. Monica was born in 1994, and at this point, Elizabeth just begs for more space in the basement because all those fucking all these kids, like, damn Joseph, at least pull out, like, or wear something. You're getting all these kids. You're gonna have to make a really big ass basement. The fuck. So. Uh, he allowed to make the basement bigger, but made Elizabeth and two older kids dig out more soil for space with their bare hands. <coughs> what a bitch. At least give him a shovel. Um, Elizabeth then had her next baby in 1996. Name was Alexander. He was born a twin, but then the other baby died shortly after the birth. Joseph reportedly disposed of the body in the furnace used to heat the entire house. Monica and Alexander were also taking his infants to the outside world to be raised by Rosemary, who didn't find it suspicious that these children were seemingly appearing out of thin air. Rosemary, girl, like how dumb you gotta be. Elizabeth's first two kids were subject to a life in the basin because they already had memories of living there with her mother and father slash grandfather. Father slash grandfather, that's disgusting. Lisa, Monica, and Alexander were taken as infants and were fortunate enough to le- live a f- relative, like a normal childhood, I guess. Going to school, going to extra, um, activities after school with their grandmother. Joseph and Rosemary successfully adopted Lisa and were proved to be foster parents of Monica and Alexander. Can you imagine? When social workers came to visit the household, nothing appeared suspicious to them, even though they could have just went downstairs and they would see all that chaos and all those hostages downstairs. So Elizabeth had one more kid in 2002, Felix, who ended up staying in the basement his entire life because Joseph later revealed to investigators his wife could not take on raising another child, Felix. His two older siblings and Elizabeth lived day to day by the harsh light of the basement. Not really knowing when it was day or night. Elizabeth's three kids who stayed with her in the basement had no knowledge. They had no idea what the hell the outside was. All they had was a TV that would show them they never had that experience. So what was he what was what did they think outside those walls were? So by the time Elizabeth's incense in I can't say this word incest children were born, the basement became a two-bedroom in one padded room where Joseph allegedly took Elizabeth and raped her. There was also a small bedroom, a fridge, and hot plates. Elizabeth taught her kids to read and write while telling them stories of how she could remember from the outside world and watching movies on the television. Meanwhile, Elizabeth's upstairs children lived comfortably with Rosemary, who along with Joseph told neighbors and friends that Elizabeth left them infants at their doorstep. For 24 years, nobody suspected a thing until finally... The eldest child, Kirsten, grew super ill, like fatally ill. So on April 19, 2018, Elizabeth convinced her her father to find medical care for her oldest daughter. Joseph weirdly agreed because he was so he's so narcissistic and super confident, thinking he would train her like a dog. Like, yeah, she won't say anything. Like, I trust her completely. Like, I have her way under my belt and she won't do any of that i've trained her he's just very narcissistic at this point so they took kirsten to a local hospital before she left elizabeth snuck a note in kirsten's pocket that warned hospital workers of kirsten's condition 
Since Kristen had never had contact with people on the outside, the mysterious note, it, it shook the authorities who urged Kirsten's mother to come forward so they can get more information about Kirsten's medical history. Kirsten, who was in critical condition from kidney failure, she made medical news as people searched for her mother. Elizabeth watched the trans transpire from the television in the basement and knew she had to be her daughter. That's fucking crazy. I didn't know that. Elizabeth urged her father to take her to the hospital, but not before he con he thought of a plan. So, authorities were looking for Kirsten's mother, which is Elizabeth. Elizabeth's missing person case was reopened at that point. Joseph had Elizabeth forge another letter dating January 2018, and, and he drove <coughs> he drove like hundreds of miles to postmark it from a nearby town, so it wouldn't look suspicious. So then Joseph claimed that Elizabeth had run away with a religious call and gave authorities a new letter he forced her to write. So this opened up investigators in town from which it came, buying Joseph more time to come up with a way to cover his tracks for the next few years. The fake letter explained Kirsten's medical condition and also claimed that Elizabeth planned to return home with her three other kids soon. This way, Joseph could let Elizabeth the three basement children out of, the, out of there and have a reason for their return. But everything did not go according to how they wanted to. Investigators determined that the letter seemed, you know, weird and it was well too constructed and it just felt like somebody else wrote it. So after going to the town where the letter was sent, the authorities found no trace of religious sect Elizabeth had apparently joined and began to question whether it existed at all. So, allowing his daughter to resurface the outside world on April 26, 2008, Joseph snuck Elizabeth and the three children out of the dun out of the chamber while Rosemary and the other children were away. Later in the day, pol police were notified that three weird individuals visited Kirsten at the hospital. Police arrived at the scene in order to catch Joseph and Elizabeth, who were both taken in for questions. Elizabeth didn't want to talk and open up to authority when, because she wanted to be promised she would never have to see him again. I mean, I would be the same way. Can you imagine if the police are already fucking stupid and falling the first time? Like, oh yeah, she went to a religious call. Like, and then they completely closed the, the missing person's case and then believing the call, believing this. Like, I'd be terrified at this point thinking like, oh my God, like the system's going to fail me again. What if they just ask me questions? You know, and they and they don't believe me, and they take me back to my father, and he's gonna keep raping me. Like that's terrible. Like I, I don't blame her for not talking to them in the first place. So they gained her trust and reassuring her that the children, and she will be taken care of. And then she told her terrible story. So it took about two hours for Elizabeth to tell the police about everything about her whole captivity. Um, the story was, it was recorded in three full pages. So on April 26, 2008, Joseph Fritzl was arrested on suspicion of serious crimes against family member. So the next day, the police announced his arrest. And Elizabeth, her mother, and five other children were taken into care. Elizabeth and all the kids were reunited in what was reported to be a, a really nice reunion. Kirsten, who was 19 at the time of her hospitalization, was induced into a coma due to her fatal condition.
By the time she was freed, Elizabeth was already 42 years old. Um, Elizabeth was in terrible conditions for being held captive in a windowless basement for so long. Her appearance was emphasized as she was had completely snow white hair. Her son, Stephen, Stefan 18 and Felix Fire were also quite pale. And it took them a long time to adjust the amount of light and space they were now exposed to. Stefan had trouble walking since he grew to be 5'8", and the dungeon was only 5 to 6 inches high. The stair, the upstairs the children were raised by Grandma. Rosemary was reportedly super pissed off she was deceived her whole life. Like, <laughs> oh no shit. Lisa was 15, Monica 14, Alexandra 12, who were still happy to be reunited with their mother and siblings. So, during, there was an interrogation with Joseph Fritzl confessing that, yeah, he imprisoned his daughter, he fathered all these kids, he admitted to burning the body of his infant son in an incinerator. On April 29, 2008, police used DNA testing to make sure that Joseph was the father of Elizabeth's children. Um, I mean, who else? Like... Who else would it be? But okay. So Joseph Fritzl's um, trials began in March 2018 when he was tried for murder for the negligence of his infant son. He failed to seek medical care for the infant that could have saved his life and decade, like years of all this enslavement with Elizabeth, incest, rape, and false imprisonment of Elizabeth. So, after psychiatric evaluation determining that he suffered from severe personality disorder, prosecutors thought he was mentally fit to stand trial. Fuck him, you're not going to go the easy way. So, he pleaded guilty to the charges of rape and incest, but was not guilty to the murder and imprisonment charges. When he arrived at court, he buried his face. He covered his face with like this folder when I saw it to avoid the press in the courtroom. He appeared emotionless and he had no remorse for his crime. During his psychiatric crime evaluation, he is reported to blame his abusive upbringing and described him as an, quote, alibi kid. Quote, only conceived that his mother could prove that she was able to have kids. He reportedly told, he told the psychiatrist, I was born to rape and I held myself back for a very long time. I could have behaved a lot worse than locking up my daughter, he said. <coughs> what a piece of shit. So on the second day of a trial, Elizabeth's video testimony was aired in court. Reporters say that Joseph Fritzl recognized that Elizabeth was in court. And at that point on, you could see that Joseph was going pale and he broke down. It was a meeting of eyes that changed his mind. After seeing Elizabeth's testimony, he pleaded guilty on all charges the next day. On March 19, 2019, he was sentenced to life imprisonment without possibility of parole. He accepted the sentence, and at age 74, at the time of the trial, he currently is serving his sentence at, at the time at the monastery in Upper Austria, and... It's been turned into a prison, the section of the prison for criminally insane. So, and after that. On April the 27th, the police went to Joseph Fritzl's house. The front set on an ordinary street. The back set amongst leafy suburban gardens. And sure enough, the full horror was revealed. 
From information given to us by the police, we've recreated the living conditions she experienced for nearly a quarter of a century. Fritzl had built a perfectly concealed bunker in which to imprison his own daughter and their children. Down the cellar stairs and through a warren of rooms, there were eight locked doors before reaching the living area. The final door was concealed behind a shelving unit. There was no natural light and little air. Inside their tiny prison, there was a kitchen, a bathroom and a living area. And beyond this, two bedrooms. Ich habe einmal selbst dieses Kellerverlies, dieses Gefängnis I went to see this dungeon, this prison for myself once. I went through it and was very glad to be able to leave. The environment in this room where the ceilings were kept very low, around six foot at the highest point, the environment was anything but pleasant, because everyday living, personal hygiene, etc., must have kept the level of humidity high. If we all sat down and attempted to capture 30 years in a few lines, or a brief report, or even in a slightly longer documentary, we wouldn't succeed. Because I believe that in those 24 years, life must have felt as if it lasted 10 times as long as real time. accused of holding his daughter captive and raping her thousands of times over two decades, has been sentenced to life in prison. On Thursday, a jury convicted Joseph Fritzl of all charges against him, including incest and murder. It's justice. And uh, when you think that normally for one rape, you get an Austria punishment started out from two years, and in this case are 3,000 rapes, and you, you can see that this is, of course, the only sentence that is possible. The three-day trial included reports from experts about the defendant's mental health and 11 hours worth of videotaped testimony from the victim, Elizabeth. From the time she was 18 until just about a year ago when she was 41, Elizabeth was forced to live in a small, dingy basement built beneath the family home. She gave birth to seven of her father's children during that time. One of them died as a newborn. Prosecutors say the baby boy could have been saved if he'd been given proper medical treatment. Before the verdict was announced, Fritzl told the court that he regrets his actions with all his heart and that he can't make it right anymore. He was really quiet and he makes no appeals. It seems that he is content about it. Prison officials say the 73-year-old man is under a suicide watch and will be taken to a psychiatric ward. He won't be eligible for parole for at least 15 years, and even then, judges and experts would have to sign off on his release. Elizabeth and her six surviving children have spent the last several months recovering at a secret location. Court officials say she can seek unlimited damages for her suffering in a separate civil trial. Mike Gracia, The Associated Press. So on 
19th of March of 2009, Fritzel was sentenced to death um, in prison without the possibility of parole. Yeah, I went over that for 15 years. He's still there. Apparently, I read, like, yesterday that he was, like, slowly dying. I really hope so. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. Monster ass. Um, he said that he accepted a sentence and would not appeal. He's currently serving his sentence in Garston Abbey in a former monastery in Upper Austria. And it has been converted into a prison. So, after that, Judge Andrea Homer, who took over the trial, started stated that medical experts report Elizabeth and her children were in good health after being taken into care. Elizabeth and all her six of her surviving children and her mother were housed in a local clinic that were um, sequestered from everyone outside in outside and received medical and psychological treatment. So the remaining members of the Fritzl family were offered new identities and it was emphasized that it was a choice to make. Berthold Keblinger, head of the clinic where Elizabeth and her children were being treated, said that Elizabeth and the three children held captive in the cellar required further therapy to help them adjust to the light after years in semi-darkness. And they also needed treatment to help them cope with the extra space that they now had in which it was weird to move around. So in May 2008, a handmade poster created by Elizabeth, her children and her family at the therapy facility were displayed in the Amson Town Center. The message thanked local people for the support, which was really nice. So Kirsten was reunited with her family on June 8, 2008, and she was awakened from her artificially induced coma. Doctor said that it would she would make a full recovery. So it's revealed that Elizabeth and her kids were very, of course, traumatized and previously thought. During captivity, Kirsten tore out her hair in clumps, reported to have shredded her dresses before stuffing in the toilet. Stefan could not walk properly because of his height. He was 5'8 and the basin was 5'6. It also be relieved that normal everyday occurrences such as the dimming of lights or the closing of doors plunge Kirsten and Stefan into anxiety and panic attacks. The other three of Elizabeth's children were raised by their father are being treated for anger and resentment of the years at the events. In late July 2008, Elizabeth ordered her mother, Rosemary, out of the clinic and because she was upset about Rosemary's passive passiveness and, you know, she didn't she didn't really try to look for her. She was, like, super cool about everything. Fuck yeah, I wouldn't even want her in the first place, fucking bitch. So, after that, in March 2009, Elizabeth and her children were forced to move out of their family's hideaway home and returned to a psychiatric clinic where medical staff had started trying to heal the family and reunite the upstairs and downstairs siblings during the previous year. Elizabeth has reported to be distraught and close to a breakdown after British paparazzi had burst into her kitchen and started taking photographs. That's terrible. After the trial, Elizabeth and their six kids were moved to an unnamed village in northern Austria, where they are living in a fortress-like house. All the children require ongoing therapy. Factors that traumatize the upstairs children, including learning that Joseph had lied to them about their mother banding them, the abuse they had received from them from him during their childhood and finding out that the siblings had been imprisoned in the cellar. The downstairs children received therapy due to the deprivation from normal development, lack of fresh air, 
and sunshine while living in that chamber and the abuse that they and their mother had received from Joseph when he came downstairs. All the children might have genetic problems because of the incest. Elizabeth said to be estranged from her mother, Rosemary, who accepted Joseph's story about Elizabeth joining a cult and did not pursue the matter further. But Elizabeth allows her three children who grew up in Joseph and Step and Rosemary's ho home to visit their grandma regularly. Rosemary lives alone in a small apartment. 